Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rigadonna, and with me as always... Burn. Man, it's good to see your face. It's uh, as red as it looks on this camera. <laughs> That's just the uh, whiskey. You're, you're getting gin blossoms there, Richie. <laughs> I wish. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm okay. We. Uh, it looks like we're going to be doing this for a while. Yeah. I mean... He, he said April 30th now, and uh, I, I think it's going to go longer than that. Yeah. Uh, me and the boys went outside today. We went into the backyard. I, um, I, I had a little fire, and uh, me and the kids sat around the fire and made jokes and had some fun. So oh, that's I, good. I felt a little bit normal today. I, I did my three-mile walk. Nice. That's what but I thought it. That's I'm glad it. the quarantine got you out walking. <laughs> true. True. So, what's today's show? So today, magically, is episode 69. 69. So so who else would we have on? Who else could we have? The king of 69. The king of 69, Gino Avento. Gino Avento. Let's hey bring guys, him out. There Hello. he is. Hello, king. If any episode I wanted to be on is definitely the 69. <laughs> fresh, fr- fresh from a 69. Gino Vento, everybody. <laughs> I am wearing white. <laughs> um, so um, how we start every show is uh, we start off with a drink. A drink and then a joke. And Gino has neither, I bet. But are you drinking? Um, believe it or not, I have my Gino water. Is it, when you have your own face on a bottle of water, I guess, I guess that will count. Yeah. That counts as your drink. You can't. I can it laying around. We can't top it, even though Richie more and more is starting to look like Tullamo Dew. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Mark? I am, again, I'm following up with a Stella Artois. And, and you're having a course course life. There you go. We're we're taking it easy. We've just been drinking beer. Yeah, uh, we're this to week. Calm down. Last week and the week Rolling before. Fire. Hey, as soon as, yeah. as soon as they said we're going, uh, you know, in a, a quarantine state, I think everybody at first hits the booze really hard, and then they start to pull up and realize, like, I can't do this every day. Well, I've been drinking less. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I drink every day, but I've been drinking less. <laughs> your watch stop, maybe, and you're not thinking you're doing it all day. It's because you're <laughs> sleeping in, so those are less hours of you drinking. I try not to start till this show, and then uh, I drink. Oh, then yeah, you're you're like doubling down on the uh, how much you're lightening up. So we need it. We need a joke now, Gino. You do not have a joke, you said. No, I don't. All right, I have one. You ready, Mark? You ready, Gino? I love a good yes. joke. Okay, two guys are hanging out. One guy is very upset. The other guy says, what's the matter? He goes, I think I had sex with my third cousin last night. The first guy goes, you keep count? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Richie Bird bringing the heat. I love it. I love it. Gino, let's ask you because you, you're from a uh, – Owner of Gino Steaks, for those who don't know. Andre, something happened. In case someone doesn't know that. Oh, you're still you're still here, Gino, so don't like stand up and not have your pants okay, on. My screen just moved. Uh-oh. He's bringing in hold his on. IT. Yeah, hold on one second. <laughs> He's bringing <laughs> in <laughs> IT. Every Look time at something it. goes on with Gino, Andre has to come in. Everyone needs a backup. When I we, get it. When we were editing my video, we would do it at Gino's, and like something would go wrong with the computer to the TV, and all you'd hear is, Andre! <laughs> <laughs> That's my doorbell. <laughs> no, but just to add to that, did Hi, you- Hi, Andre. <laughs> Hi, you should explain to people how you guys were trying to do the video editing. Go ahead. Oh, boy. In three different locations, trying to hit pause yeah. and start at the same time. I about that. I was thinking about the day I was in your house, but you're and right. Ricky can be a little um, <laughs> anal, we'll say. Well, me, sure you are. Me, Gino, and Joel, and I was home, and we were trying to sync up the timing, Mark. So and, Mark and Joel left us, too, to pick up Joel some. left us to go on a date. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> the diner. We're not sure. <laughs> I love that. That's the you guys are all getting together, and somebody went on a date, and two people were being anal. That, <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't on the date. <laughs> I uh, so um, Gino, because uh, uh, you're you own uh, one of the 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 most popular probably establishments in the country. Um, what is it, what, with everything going on, obviously people can still come and do takeout and you don't have a, a inside restaurant. Your place is a takeout place. Have right. you been hit or has it been business may have went up? I'm not sure what I think would have happened. Honestly, the business went down just a little bit, but thank God for, we had the delivery service, Uber Eats, DoorDash and Grubhub. And uh, basically, we're doing the takeout orders uh, at the window. Everybody's doing their social distance, distancing. Uh, we taped the tables up so nobody can sit down there because we did have a couple of those customers that were like, I came here. I want to sit down. They're like, sorry, we can't. So Legally, and, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we took the condiments in and then whatever anybody wants, we do it. Every half hour, we're going out sanitizing and wiping everything down the workers are in gloves you know they take the window orders from the side you know kind of like a little speakeasy wow yeah that has to be rough man but, um, i'm thankful that the people still want the cheesesteaks i can't tell you how many times a day people give us the thumbs up uh that we're open that they have a place to go to still get their cheesesteaks and, um, you know, even with the doctors and, you know, law enforcement that comes at the store, you know, we're taking care of those guys because, you know, they're the ones in the front line. So, right. Yeah. God bless them for what they're doing. Yeah. You should, you should bring back Wizzy. Wizzy. Well, like on a hiatus. He was getting booked more than me going out places. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, we had to put a hold on that for a while. Everything got canceled. I had a, Celebrity wedding actually um, coming up in June, and that got rescheduled till November. Now I had a few friends doing some shows; they got relocated with times, and we had a couple Broadway shows that you know I would never think in a million years at Times Square 
theater district would shut down. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. A friend yeah. of mine was walking his dog and he, uh, uh, well, a friend of mine showed me a picture of another friend, uh, <laughs> and it was like insane how bare the streets were it's in so Times weird. Square. You know, New York is so busy and it's constantly like flow, 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 sh- shoulder check everybody, try to get through. And now it's like walking through uh, Oklahoma. I'd love to go by there. I haven't seen, I was thinking, I'm like, I should drive in one day just to check it out because they're not letting you not in, right? I mean, you can. Walk I don't know because I'm in Delaware right now and they actually have police going around checking to see where you're going. And if you're not going to a grocery store, pharmacy, they're telling you to leave wow. and go home. And if you cross the Delaware border, you have to be quarantined for 14 days before you come back. So you're not how they're doing it, but that's what the governor put out. Even even like you, like if you want to go to Philly, do you're I haven't been to work in over two weeks. I've been wow. doing everything through FaceTime, phone calls, and just, you know, talking to the workers multiple times a day. Wow. Interesting. I didn't know they were doing that. I knew Rhode Island had been doing something like that, but I didn't realize Delaware was doing it. Yeah, we um, got strict on Monday. They really put the, you know, the whips out and kind of shutting more and more down the social distancing putting like we actually have tape lines actually outside the steak window and soda window of where you can stand before you can get your order to come up damn wow wow um, at least but at least you can your cheesecake, mark i know i gotta get down there i need some I, i'm i'm losing weight just off of the not getting a cheesesteak <laughs> well, maybe I'll come down. I'm sure there's no traffic. <laughs> I was Rinse thinking when you window. <laughs> when you said that you were thinking of going into New York, I was thinking it would be just like Escape from New York. Like the yeah. streets would be empty, and then all of a sudden, like you'd see lights coming. You're like, oh no, it's the Duke of New York, and you're ducking behind. <laughs> Snake. I'm, well, I mean, you guys are from New York. I mean, what do you feel about it? Do you think it's weird and stuff? Oh, it's very weird, but I, I think that I was saying you uh, – I said the other day I was probably the first person in New York who was, who was laid off because of this. I got, I got told on March 10th that we were going to have an audience the next day and then we, they were going to stop doing an audience. Dr. Oz ahead of the curve. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> that weekend I did shows and then I lost all my comedy work. So it was just like bang, bang, you know, and mm-hmm. – uh, I got to be honest, you know, I just, even then I thought something's wrong. Like this is serious for them to be saying nobody go near each other, you know? And, and I think, um, I don't know. I, I think people for the most part have taken it very seriously, except that I'll go for a walk in a park and there's guys playing basketball and right. they're like, what are you doing? Well, you know? well, well, even in New York, when that, um, uh, Red Cross ship came in, people were standing all around it trying to take pictures. It was like a mob scene. Oh, and the boat came in. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. What the hell's I wrong with people? I think they yeah. should just make it a little bit more serious. And the people that are, you know, breaking the law and everything, there should be a consequence. Just like the uh, Hasidic Jews that bought all those masks and they were charging like yeah. uh, five times the amount. And everything, and then the FBI came in and took them and, and all that. You know, I think that should be, you know, some kind of penalty or something because that's not fair. No, it's I not. think Howie Mandel should just donate all of his 
rubber <laughs> gloves and masks. Now, a Melinda <laughs> Holt, warehouse. just <laughs> wrote, I live in New Jersey. I went to Pennsylvania to drop off birthday gifts to my cousin. I was stopped in Levittown and was asked if I had priority employee paperwork. So there you go. I mean, wow. okay. Wow. That's right. That's close to me. Yeah, it's very close to you. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say the cops out in Delaware are, are taking this very seriously. They're driving all around and they actually were parked uh, right at the main area on Rehoboth Avenue uh, facing the boardwalk and beach. And you were not even allowed near there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's like a ghost town here. And then on top of it, Monday, the mayor put out a um, shutdown because a lot of the New Yorkers were coming here and going down to Florida. To get away from and it. And the Airbnbs got flooded. So they wound up refunding all their money, but they weren't allowed to come and check in. Yeah, I mean, how stupid. They noticed all these tags. I just yeah. broke my mind. How stupid and selfish is that to go, hey, I'm getting out of here. Well, you could have the virus. Right. Yeah. You know? But I. <laughs> It makes me laugh, man. That a lot of my friends, they when this first started and they're living in New York City and they're, you know, still going out and doing stuff. I'm like, really? Like, you're ground zero. Like, you guys, LA, Louisiana, like down in the, because it also broke during Mardi Gras. Yeah. Unfortunately, Philly's uh, climbing up there to New York now. Yeah. Yeah. And South Philly's getting hit a lot. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, because of all the hospitals and stuff. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Can you tell us who the celebrity wedding was? Uh, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And don't text me later either. Oh, you're going to tell me later. You're going to tell me later. I'm going to find out. It's a sports person. So, Gino, not many people know this, but you are a producer also, and you're, you're involved with Jersey Boys. Right? Uh-huh. Are you are you involved with any other Broadway shows? No, it um it was actually uh, the Bronx Tale. I'm sorry, Jersey Boys, Bronx Tale. Right? I'm sorry. Jersey Boys is my favorite, but Bronx Tale. Right, right. No, <laughs> he had he had the Jersey Boys at his graduation. <laughs> We're at a graduation party, and all of a sudden, the cast of Jersey Boys come in and sing a couple numbers before they have to go do that show on Broadway. <laughs> I'm like, holy Not crap! Hour, you know, <laughs> yeah, we have to have a couple, couple uh, Broadway show hits uh, while we had cocktails. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, uh, Gino, you're you're highly involved in the theater, especially here in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, I I went to a couple of your shows. Um, give us a rundown of some of the shows you produce, because you not just one kind of genre. I mean, if you look at a Bronx Tale. But then mm-hmm. you look at uh, you took um, I, I forgive for, forgive me for getting this completely wrong, but uh, the the dance show we went and saw uh, was your friend, and it was uh, it was kind of like Disney on on meth. That's <laughs> the only way I could describe it. We went in, and it was like a jungle all around us. Oh, Gunner Montana! Yeah, that was amazing. That yeah. was that was insane. Yeah, that Tried- was. Um- yeah, underground uh, theater art, we'll say. Yeah. Um, we saw that all the time. Um, but it really started back in the day, which, you know, mutual friends and Mark tells the story better. But all I'm going to say is Margaret Cho. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you tell it. You're the guest. You um, tell us. So, met Margaret. We uh, had some charity events for try to raise money for different causes, and we had her come in, and you know, we got a little friendly, and you know, she had some shows touring when she used to do the her whole mother thing, the the Beaver Fever, and all that stuff. And uh, we started hanging out, and then Mark was working with her. And in so Atlanta, talking, and you were at what was it? Stress Factory was it? No, La- Laughing Skull. Oh, okay. Down in Atlanta. Okay, and she's like, "Yeah, Mark Rickadon in this time." She's like, "Oh, Gino's friend." You know. <laughs> um, I get. Um, I got street cred for being friends with Gino. <laughs> that that was more than any credit I could have as a comedian. It well, was so oh, it's funny the way we met. Yeah, you know, at the uh, Prince um, Princeton uh, Catch a Rising yep. Star. Yep, at the hotel, right <laughs> next to the little pond uh, fish thing that they had on the left. Oh yeah, yeah, they had the pond. Yeah, in the yeah. hotel. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> Kevin Downey Jr. introduced us uh, via email, but not in person. So I had he no was idea. On the phone, and I'm staring at him like a, I don't know, like a dog in heat, basically, like waiting for him to say hi to me, and he's just looking at me like. You know, can I help you? Like, hey, I'm like, hey, you're Mark, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm Gino. He's like, oh my God. And we started talking. And then we became good friends ever since. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's insane to think about how much stuff we've done over the years. I mean, I've known we've you, done I a think. Lot of stuff, especially shut down the beach. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This is. Falls. <laughs> We're in Atlantic City. And uh, all of a sudden, there was like news crews all over. And we're like, what's going on? We're at the beach. And uh, all of a sudden, the news crew started interviewing us of why they're kicking everyone off the beach because uh, medical waste washed up on the beach. Oh, really? Yeah. And we're out there looking. There's like a you know box of fake tits that washed up on the shore. <laughs> Where's Joel when you need him? <laughs> but uh, no, instead of doing a Kathy Griffith, let me go back to your question. Um, so it was like Joan Rivers, Margaret Cho, Manny Oliveri, um, trying to think back, Ralphie May, Gabriel Iglesias, and um, got the tour with Ralphie. Hung out with Gabriel uh, parts of tours uh, when he got off the last comic standing, but I was really close with Ralphie and um, tried to raise a lot of money for various charities that would come through the store or friends of mine were you know, kind of like before they had the GoFundMe kind of thing, they would have the beef and beers and it's not. And I would try to get com- comics to come in and we would raise money and, you know, money for laughter. Brian Scott mentioned that uh, you sponsored the Independence Awards. Yes. Um, you're, you're constantly involved in showbiz. It's insane. <laughs> I, you know, and that, so we went from this underground dance show. We have Richie Burns stand-up comedy. We have Margaret Cho's stand-up comedy. And then I, I go to a show with you that you produced uh, with the Calamari Sisters. Uh, yep, Calamari Sisters. I, I was with them a little over a year and a half, almost two years. And that went really well. That was a lot of fun. That was insane. And, uh, they're, and, and they're still touring. So really? they're up more in upstate New York right now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, were they really cooking on stage? Yeah. That's so crazy. They during the show, the one sister was getting married, and they were cooking dinner. Yeah, during the show. Yeah, uh, any pasta one. 
where, um, where, where they did the any pasta, the table, and they start feeding you, and then they do the cannoli stuff in the cannoli. Oh, no, I wasn't at that one. I was uh, that, at, yeah, that was a funny one. One of them was getting married, and it was a yes. big deal. They were so well, damn funny. Well, they have six different versions of the show, and they write it off on different ones. Uh, Interesting. Really? So, but I, I just find it fascinating. And, you know, like, God forbid anything ever happened to the business. I'm going to have something else to fall on. And, you know, I just do, do what I enjoy and I just, you know, pick what, you know, relevates to me or that I can, you know, kind of grasp and, and feel like I can do good with it or have a presence with it. Well, you're a great producer. I know that because you're you. You I used to wipe your water, Richie, on stage. Yes. Oh, we <laughs> a video of that. He's the I, producer slash PA. <laughs> I did my, um, I did about a year and a half ago, I, I did my first uh, special called, which is Burned Out on Vimeo, which you can see right below me. Burned Out. And um, Gino. Did Richie just say blow me? I heard that. I heard blow me. That's not what I said. And Gino <laughs> produced it. And at one point I was going along and I'm doing my, I had, I really wanted to go in the right order. You know, I wanted to, normally when you just do your act, you do your act. You know what I mean, Mark? Like yeah. something happens, you go with it. But, but it, when you're making a video, you know, I have to go from here to here to here. I have to go from A to B to C to D. And, and I was, and, and I was doing an hour and a half. So I had a lot of things to remember. And I had some notes off on the side. Yeah, on a wheelbarrow. Or, um, one of the, the beer barrel thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's a name for it. I can't think of it. A barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a barrel. <laughs> Take the or, wheel uh, out. Wait, maybe Andre put something in this water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't want the barrel. Didn't look good in the shot, so they moved it. So I couldn't get to it. I couldn't just glance at it. So in the middle of the show, somebody dropped something. I was a, a security guard dropped his walkie-talkie, and it, or it went off or something, right, Gino? Yes. It, it just totally it threw you off. It threw me off, and it, so I said, "I go, guys, I got to go look at my notes." And I went over to the barrel to look at my notes, and I had a glass of water on the barrel. And as I turned, totally knocked the water over. Down with the water, all over the place. Just clean up on, on stage one. Yeah. So I completely come apart, Mark. And who comes running up with napkins on his hands and knees? Gino cleaning it all up. And I not Joe, Gino. Not Joe. And I turn, I turn to the crowd and I go, "Don't worry, everybody. Stay where you are. The money guy's got it. The money guy, <laughs> don't worry." You know we're gonna have to have uh, Joel come out for his rebuttal on this. <laughs> let's hear let's hear his side of the story i mean <laughs> good talk G gino was closest uh but, but i mean closest oh, i was halfway around the stage i was in the back of the bar here's the real truth there was a 73 year old woman in the back at the bar <laughs> rich richie uh um that's why people in the room respect Gino. There's nothing that's above him. Um, he wants to get it done. He does it himself, and that's why he makes a great leader. Gino just yeah. wanted to get on his hands and knees in front of me. All right, that's <laughs> it for me. I'll see you guys in a little bit. He's getting jealous, Richie. Uh, no, but that was a fun night. But It was a great night, and I, I'll always be indebted to you for doing that for me. And anybody wants to see it, it's $9.99 on Vimeo right now. 
three ninety nine to rent. Uh, please, you have nothing else to do. Go watch Burned Out. It's really great. Came out great. And, and also the bloopers were the fun part. Yeah. We go through, and I'm like, all right, Richard, <laughs> joke at this part. Yeah. I had my little notepad, and you were hysterical that I like had every joke the way. Yeah, you did. You said you know through rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. And you know what's funny? I was watching the other day. Then people, Gino's in the opening mark, where uh, <laughs> he's in the opening sketch that I did. I knew, I knew a couple people, you know. And we needed, and I was laughing my ass because at one point I was watching it and it panned out, and there's Gino. I'm like, Gino, there he is. <laughs> now, we had a fun, good time, and also a big shout out to the Vesper Brothers. Yes. Oh, we those guys are awesome. People, Mark at a taping. Oh there was my nothing God. left except six bags of potato chips and a cupcake. Hold this. On. I'm getting dark here. <laughs> He's in his underwear. Did I you see that? Day. He's in his underwear. I see a little crack. I saw that some. Crack? Was that crack? I, I I thought I saw underwear. The uh, oh, much better, Richie. The, yeah, I'm more like this. He looks like Jombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> this oh. is a testament. Before he comes back, this is a testament to how good Richie's uh, stand-up is. Is you fed all of the you and the Vesper brothers fed this entire audience? They were probably ready for a nap, and he still killed. Yeah, I mean, we had um, uh, we started taping, then we did a whole dinner setup, and then we went back to tape two. And while they're doing two, we're setting up the dessert table. And mind you, that the food and the dessert table were two uh, eight foot tables, Jesus. full to the gill. It was like one of those picnics, one of those. And there was no food to be left. And poor Richie didn't get to eat all night. Oh, yeah. The yeah. And this kept, and that. I kept hearing about how great the meatballs were. And I go in the back to get a meatball. They're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the whole scenario of this being produced was pretty awesome story. The day that we got told that Gino wanted to produce – the special I think was a pretty awesome day because we, we got called in to Gino's office and had no idea what was happening. Yeah, that we, was a professional Gino. Yeah. <laughs> we, we come through the, through the back room. We have to walk by these meat freezers, these giant meat fridges, go up the stairs into this private office with all the security stuff around. And Gino goes, hold on, I'll be back. I'm going to get us some waters. And when he walks out, I'm wondering if he's coming back and we're getting whacked or well, <laughs> what's going to happen. He was doing a tour of the place. We oh, my God. Yeah. With the gay men's choir from where were they from? Were they from Philly? Okay. Philly and some of them were, were from Ohio. They were doing it. Like okay, I knew that was show. Ohio. Right. And yeah. um, we were with Chuck. We were with Chuck. And uh, <laughs> poor Chuck. And Chuck was play, playing Santa, had played Santa. At the Philly Pops. The Philly Pops. And Joe was there, and Gino introduced us to the to, to these guys. And he said, this is Mark Riccadonna. He's done this in comedy. He's done that. This is Richie Byrne. He's, He's the Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. <laughs> this is Joel. Joel's got his own company, blah, blah. And they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they go, um, and that's Chuck. And He's Chuck and Santa. Joe. What? Uh, the singing singer from the Philly Pops and the old man. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Joe, 
bring on Joel. We have to just get the uh, the woo sound effects. Fifty eight men saluting Joe, uh, uh, Joel, Chuck, Mark, and Richie. And Chuck could not have been more happy that he was the biggest name there. <laughs> he, he just turned and looked at us like, like, uh, you know, like follow that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, then we go into the office, and when Gino goes to tell us uh, what we're uh, brought to the office for, I thought for sure we were about to get whacked, and they were going to find us in one of those meat freezers. And then uh, he delivered good news. And then after that, I mentioned lunch, and Joe perked up all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, but that was a fun day. Going out to eat with you guys. Filming it. it was a lot of fun. We put a lot of work in. Everybody, you know, really pulled for it, and I think everybody wanted the best for you, Richie. Well, everybody did their best for me, and I appreciate it, especially you. The product came out beautiful. The, uh, Richie delivered the goods. It was a perfect. Uh, it was a perfect marriage of right. laughter. So Gino, have you been? Um, have you been doing any a lot of TV shows? I know you do Rachel Ray once in a while. Yeah, me and Rachel are like BFFs. Yeah, and uh, we've been sending some product. And uh, when she was on a little break, uh, we send some stuff up to her shore house. Um, but I was doing Fox, and you know, just doing. Uh, CBS and NBC with Channel 10 with um, Keith Jones when we did the Royal Family and um, nothing national. Uh, we had some works with the Today Show. We were going to do something. Um, and me, Frankie, and Tony last year tried out for a game show. And I, I, I'm not lying when I say this. We know very little. Like the producer <laughs> has just given us like tidbits, kind of like Joel's jokes. And um, <laughs> You basically, it, he's not even himself. here to defend himself, Gino. Come on, up oh, here he is. There he Come is. On. <laughs> I'm right here. I can still hear you. You know, with or without you here. So, yeah. what is that? Um, you stopped him. And uh, basically, it, it's kind of like um, Survivor and the Amazing Race, where it'll be me, Tony, and Frankie, and we go against four other teams, and it's a game show. And we were getting. I love, I love all three of you, but I wouldn't, I would not have one of you as my phone a friend. (laughs) But it's you guys are the greatest people on the planet. But I would not take info from them. And and Frankie, Oliveri, Frankie fat steaks. There you go. I just want to make not everybody the big three cheese steaks. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we've been talking, and our first interview, like you know, tryout was an. Uh, hour and a half and then they pulled us in for another 45 excuse me minutes a week after and you know we kept saying it's going to go we're going to call you in three months six months like all that and then i'm surprised you didn't get a show so i don't know if nbc's still doing it or if everything's still on hold yeah well who knows right now i'm surprised they didn't give you guys a show just based off of how can these three be so successful and not know a damn thing <laughs> yeah, I mean, like kids Jeopardy, you know. Um, but no, we no, we were actually in talks with the the uh, game show. Is we were going to do me and Frankie. I don't know if Tony was involved with it, or he or he might have just cameos. Is it's going to be called High Stakes, and we were going to have thirty cameras at each restaurant where it would be like a reality show. That was in the works. Okay. Yeah. So 
uh, everything is, you know, kind of like now. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, so, what's going on? Gino, when, you and I went in for some pitches. Yes. Another, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed traveling to New York City for the pitch more than actually pitching. We had so much damn fun. We took the train in, and then we went to oh, Italy. I that kid that I told shut up on the train. <laughs> Mark was, like, you know how Mark is funny and likes to joke and everything? If Mark could have crawled under the train seat, he would have. How I was going to go out of the window and climb up and just to get away from me. And here's Tony, like, Gino, don't do it. Gino, don't stop it. Like, and it went on for about 45 minutes to an hour. And how old do you think they were? 10, 12? They were, yeah, they were older than, like, they weren't young enough that you could give them forgiveness of, like, they should know better. Right. And we were sitting here, right here. They were over on the other side of the car. Her parents or her two moms were in the back. And then there was the regular people. And you can see everybody in the back is doing this. And, you know, everybody has to be PC. Everybody has to be nice and shut up. Not Gino. And talk. And I was like, just looking. And Tony's like putting his hand on my leg and just like, calm down, Gino, calm down. And Mark's like, <laughs> like, just like laughing. And he's like, as soon as I said, all right, like, what the, and Mark's face just went like, that. <laughs> like oh my God, if he could have crawled under the chair. And I'm like, God damn, I said, like, what the hell? Can't you guys just shut up for five minutes? And all you hear in the background is like, you don't got an applause break. So, and the moms are like, oh my God, don't worry about what he said. I said, yeah, you're rude. If anything, move to another frigging car. And they went, okay, so Tony, now what were you saying? Like, I just tuned them out. And Mark was just like, <laughs> that was a fun moment. But then we went out to eat. That was insane. And we went, oh, yeah. we went on the Kumia network and did a, sh well, you were on a show. They showed me in the crowd as like the, uh, the proud, uh, you know, Buscati. I was the uh, proud uh, dance that mom. That was a special, um, uh, a, a special moment I did just for you. We'll say. <laughs> well, I was not watch? expecting that. That was a left fielder, and I'm not even in the sports. That came out of left field. <laughs> when you when you go out to eat with with Gino, you hey, go, hey, you, hey. You there's a smile you. on your face at the end of the night. And if you yeah. want, I'll go through that night if you want. Well. Was this the night, the last time you did our podcast? When we yeah, and then we went to the um, uh, right next door and we got the macaroon. Yeah, what'd you buy? The cookies or whatever next yeah, door? Yeah, the macaroon cookies as appetizers. We got two trays. And then from there, we went out and we had a full meal. Oh, a full meal. A full like meal. a meal and a half that yeah. Joel had to take a bathroom break to come back out to make more room. Not that I'm calling you out. out with the old and with the new. And then out. afterwards, someone had craving for ice cream. I don't know who it was, but was we that? went and got ice cream cones. And some people got the waffle large cones, and some people got just a taster. I'm not going to na mention names here. No need to name names. I couldn't finish my cone, so I gave mine to Joel on top of his cone. And then he had something else. I can't think. Like he had some shirts in his hand. Joe's lost 30 pounds, and I think it's because he hasn't seen you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> all Gino does is order food 
Right, well, Joel has a girl right now. And then, make, and then goes, Joel, eat this. I can't eat it. And Joel, Joel you're going to have to finish this. <laughs> That's and, he, and, and he never says no. We would go out to the diner, and we would always, and he always had to end with his bread pudding. Bread pudding. Yeah. <laughs> we, poor, poor Joel ate like three meals when we would go out because he would eat. Everybody would make him eat their food. He's like yeah. Mikey. Yeah. Give it to Joel. He'll eat anything. <laughs> I <laughs> think he's like, he's like buddy. You know, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, is there anything in the uh, that you're looking forward to possibly producing in the future? Is there something uh, uh, right now? Kind of- laying low. The only other next big project I have is Frito Lay uh, reached out to me a year ago, and we're coming out with Gino Steak Potato Chips. Oh, oh! And with the name, I'm listening. Yeah, with the name recognition uh, going with the business instead of running it. Uh, regionally, they're running it nationally. So they're making up four million Geno steak potato chip bags that are. Gonna and be- then are they going to make any for the rest of the public, or is it just for me? <laughs> just for you, Mark. I and, want a uh, whiz wit, and then I want just a whiz, and then I also want a provolone flavor. Actually, I hate to say oh. it, it's just going to be the whiz one. Is it going to have a little onion in it too, though? Yep. It, yeah, the picture of the Geno Steaks logo, the cheesesteak is going to be on there. It's called Iconic Flavors. Ooh. And they picked five restaurants in the country, and I'm one of five that they're going to come out with. Oh, oh that's it's great. Yeah. It's supposed to be in July, but now with everything going on, I don't know if they're going to push it, but we're going to be on the Today Show, Good Morning America. We're going to be doing a food and wine thing in New York, and then we're actually going to make cheesesteaks live with the potato chips. Oh, wow. okay. You know, if I have a, a sandwich, like if I get a sub, mm-hmm. like the I always put potato chips on it. Now this is going to be like a mother eating its own baby. If I put those <laughs> on a Gino's steak and eat it, yeah, I still remember that night we came back from the Brigada at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Someone had two cheesesteaks and a cheese fry. Oh, <laughs> dude, I I swear I to God, I look. I, I sweared I I was like I was pregnant. I, my stomach was out <laughs> like two was feet. Eating the like the last half of it sideways on the table, so it would flow down. It was so funny. He was like <laughs> leaning on the table like this. <laughs> I had to let gravity take over at some point. <laughs> now, now we've had a lot of good times, Mark. Who who's eaten the most? I think it was. I think I remember who, but who's uh, eaten the most? Shaq. Um, I believe had like five. Holy Vince Vaughn had three. Jamie Kennedy had two or three. I forget. Wow. Shaq had five. Yeah, plus fries and stuff. Oh my god, that's the problem. Is when we when you go, your your cheese fries are so good, but I don't want to fill up on French fries when I have cheese steak in front of me. I'm like. The fries can wait. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe just from looking at the cheesesteaks all the time. I mean, I, I do enjoy a cheesesteak. Don't get me wrong. But something about the cheese fries just get me going. I just love the cheese fries. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I, just get me a cheesesteak. That's all I want. Two of them. <laughs> and you you guys, are you still doing the different ones? You had the, uh, was it a margarita one or something? Milano. Milano. Well, what, 
Yeah, it's uh, the fried tomatoes with the oregano with uh, provolone cheese and fried onions. So when Ooh. you bite into it, it tastes like a pizza steak. Oh my god, that's then we so have the kind hoagies, and I brought back uh, a couple months now the homemade grandma's meatballs, and they've Ooh. been really good. How does that yeah. work? You put meatballs on a on a on a bun? Yeah, you get your meatballs, cut them in half, and lay them across the roll. Wow. And then you can get provolone cheese, American cheese. Oh. Believe it or not, the whiz yeah, tastes really, really good on it. Huh? The whiz actually tastes really good on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I bet the whiz would be good, but I'm sorry, man. Provolone. Yeah. And then we put uh, Parmesan cheese on top. Oh. Killing God damn it. We got to cut really, really I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah, we have one person, which um, I believe Mark knows. I'm not going to mention his name, but he's there at least once a week for the meatball. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Um, yeah, it's just I love meatballs, and it's just something we had. We stopped it, and I was like, you know what? Let's bring it back because I brought that because I bought that big oven that's in back of the thing for the porks. So they're like, Gina, you spent all this money on this oven, this and that, and I was like, all right, let's just start making meatballs again. So we I did, love- and we and we had like two or three tastings, and we kind of tweaked the recipe and everything because it was my grandmother's recipe, and was trying to remember how we made it before. And then we had a, you know, everything back then was feel, taste, touch. There was never measurements. So we had to kind of get her recipe and then put measurements to the ratio. Right. The wow. Italian way made yeah. with love. No, no measurements. <laughs> um, Pinch of this. I love going with you, having a cheesesteak and taking a walk down and going to Renee's. Oh my God! I wonder what he is doing right That's now, good. or is Bell on major volume? I want to know. Yeah, uh, him, yeah, him, Lotto. him. Social distancing is like an oxymoron. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> my There's man. no way that man is on top of everybody at all times. He, I've never walked into a room and felt like somebody was hugging me, and he was on the other side of the room. He just mentally hugged. Very you. passionate. I love that guy. Oh, I I wore his shirt once when I had the mustache. Mm-hmm. I wore his shirt that said "Make it happen." I had his picture on it, and somebody actually didn't think I heard him. Goes, look at this asshole wearing his own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Renee could be my my other father. I never knew about. Well, he does have a lot of kids over in Europe. You know. <laughs> That we're probably related somehow. <laughs> but no, they're doing a great business with the uh, online orders. Like, uh, I think they do Uber Eats and Grubhub, if I'm not mistaken. That and would be, gonna, huh? Uh, that would be a good one. Uh, I mean, it's tough though that people would probably just order dessert. You'd be I surprised if people uh, order just a cannoli or like just the one. They'll, they'll they'll order just a cheese fry and have it delivered. Wow, I I would. I guess some people don't. I would be like I, that poor delivery guy's coming all the way here just for one one goddamn. Yeah, well, cannoli. next week I forgot about this. Starting next week, we're pairing up with insomnia cookies. So every time someone orders an order online, you're going to get a uh, a cookie in a bag with your order. While nice. supplies left. Nice. That's great. Well, guys, I'm almost getting down to the end of my beer, so I think we should wrap this yeah. baby up. Gino, you, had a six pack better, you couldn't have been a better 69. 
Oh, thank you. You're the best 69 I've had. Um, we're well, going to we're, we're, we're gonna get rid of you, but stay on for a minute. We have a few things to do. But uh, Don't go I, anywhere. I just, okay. no, stay on. We'll, we'll be on with you, and we'll talk to you backstage. But thank you so much. You're our guest. You're, this is the third time you're our guest. Uh, tech, and we, uh, you couldn't be a better friend to both of us, and we love you yeah. very much. Well, I love you guys to pieces, and there's nothing I wouldn't do for you, even with the cast of my leg up. We uh, didn't talk about his leg. We forgot. Yeah, you broke yeah. your leg. Yep. I'm so the show, the show was that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to put almost the whole way down. Look, I even had Toby's bed sitting right on the chair for me, and I didn't even use it. <laughs> when I talk to you, I'm so ingrained in listening to you. Oh. You're like mesmerizing. Yes. <laughs> That's always how I feel when I talk to you, Gino. <laughs> I would say how do people find you, but it's how do they not find you? You're everywhere. Yes. Thank you. I try. You're like Phoenix I University. <laughs> right, thank you so much, Gino. Thank you. Right, Let's bring guys. bring Joel back out and yeah. uh what a great episode, Joel. Thank yeah, you for uh, making this happen. And uh, thank you to Joey. Apparently, and, he owes me a dollar because I showed some ass crack. Yeah, I know. I was about to tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So really quick, uh, before we go, we talked yesterday about, um, about Pete Monday. Michaels, who passed away Monday. Uh, great friend. And he, most all comics know him. Great ventriloquist. And we started a fund, a GoFundMe for him, for his family. Uh, it's the Pete Michaels Fund. Uh, where our goal is twelve thousand uh, dollars. You can find it on Facebook, I guess. This is and uh, go and and we're gonna be putting it out. We're gonna talk about it every day. We need yeah. donations, people. Okay? Yeah, this guy got a family. He's got a wife. He's got, he got puppets. a daughter with special needs, and it's really important. We raise some money for the family. So uh, everybody, chip in. Uh, we miss you, Pete. We really do. Yeah. That's strange jokes and storytelling, folks. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. 